Hey, welcome to the table. Chef Bill's table here. Your host, Bill Kinslow. I'm chef at Jake's Restaurant here in Flemington. Get together every Monday or anytime you want in the archives. Talk about food, beverages, celebrations, uh, other things across our table here. Think of a little conversation today. Uh, Pete Rustin is back from Black River Tea and Spice Company. Pete's going to be a regular guest on the show. Uh, we're going to try for the second Monday of every month. Nurcio. I reversed it. That's Sorry, okay. Pete. It happens all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're uh, based out of Oldwick. And I guess it's, uh, Pete, a new business, relatively new? Yeah, we uh, just less than two months, actually. So we're uh, building our business right now. Okay. Uh, we're gaining clients. All right. Sounds good. Well, we're going to have you as a regular, I think, as a, as a chef, uh, having talking about spices and seasonings is always uh, a good springboard for conversation. And with Pete's help, uh, I've already learned some things and uh, hopefully a little bit of education. After all, we, we know how to do things or what to do, but completing the circle is why. And Pete's background is chemistry, and there's a lot of chemistry in cooking, as we know. So Pete's going to uh, we're going to analyze spices individually or maybe some blends. We've got uh, summer's coming up. There's barbecue season. Good chance to get uh, creative with spice rubs. Today we're going to do cinnamon. We did black pepper last time, very universal spice, and probably cinnamon, Pete, if I'm not mistaken, is another one of the oldest spices out there. Absolutely. It, uh, the uh, earliest references to it goes to the Egyptians uh, 2,000 years uh, ago. So they've, it's been around, and it's been part of the spice trade uh, back then. Okay, so and then so I'm guessing like a lot of spices, it has to needs a warm climate to grow in. Cinnamon is one of those. Uh, as a rule, uh, by the way, you spices tend to be warm climate uh, types of uh, things, whereas herbs tend to be temp- temperate zones. So you okay. can grow thyme and rosemary when you have cold winters. Um, it's not to say that you can't grow them in uh, tropical areas, but you can't grow, grow spices normally uh, that are tropical in temperate zones. Okay, so when we did uh, black pepper, it was, uh, kind of, as I recall, a berry kind of... Uh, yeah, it's... it's so cinnamon is um, something a little bit different. Most things are, are little seeds or berries, but cinnamon is something uh, totally different. What is it? Absolutely. Uh, cinnamon is the inner bark of a uh, tropical evergreen tree. And uh, there are four types of cinnamon that, um, that are grown, or four types of trees, uh, species. And uh, the uh, cinnamon comes from uh, principally either a um, tree called uh, Cinnamomium virum, which is true cinnamon, or it's coming from uh, three other species, which really come under the heading of cassia or case, uh, cassia. Uh, I mispronounce that all the time. I say cassia, but it's cassia. Oh, it's cassia, yeah, I see that on the labels sometimes. Yes, it's, it's uh, lumped in with cinnamon. In the United States, whether you are selling cassia or uh, true cinnamon, 
you can label the bottle as cinnamon either way. Uh, in Europe, that's not the case. In Europe, uh, legally, you, uh, cassia has to be labeled cassia, and cinnamon can be, uh, is labeled cinnamon. You can't just kind of you know mix them okay, together. Okay, and, and that's universal. Like canela is the Spanish term, I guess. That just means cinnamon. Yep. I see canela just, sometimes. It just means cinnamon. Uh, okay. Canela is, is also the Mexican word for cinnamon. And okay. zimt, I guess, is German. Is that um, and then so is that the true cinnamon or is it the cassia? Yeah, the uh, in in Mexico they favor true cinnamon. Okay, and that's Salinese cinnamon. That's again Cinnamomum virum. Uh, that particular cinnamon is very popular in Europe and it's very popular in Mexico. So popular that in fact not only is it called Salinese cinnamon but it's called Mexican cinnamon as well. Yeah, they kind of champion the uh, combination with chocolate because of course. Cocoa was indigenous to that area, to, Central to South Central America. America. Yeah. So they're the ones Central that kind of matched up the chocolate. And cinnamon, we usually think of as being sweet because it's always in, usually in pastries and desserts. But, uh, well, we're going to actually do a tasting a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of, isn't it kind of bitter or well, neutral? cassia is bitter. Okay. And true cinnamon is not. Um, that, and therein lies the difference. As I said, there were four species. Okay. Um, and where I said that Cinnamomum virum was the true cinnamon, that grows in Ceylon, uh, called Sri Lanka now. But there's three other species which are all classified as cassia. There's Cinnamomum burmani, and that's called Pandang cinnamon or Kerinchi cinnamon. There's uh, Cinnamomum loriroi. That's hard to say, Luria Roy. And that is called Saigon cinnamon. And then there's Cinnamomum cassia, which is Chinese cinnamon. Okay, so, yeah, and I'm seeing um, really the, across many cuisines, it's in there and with savory too, and we'll, we'll you know, talk about some ideas of that. But yeah, it's in Chinese five spice powder. Yes, it is. And uh, the Greek cuisine, obviously. Uh, uh, anything, right? Mediterranean, Sicilian, there, um, Moroccan. There is, yes, absolutely. Uh, even the Middle East, they use quite a bit of cinnamon in, in different types of uh, blends, you know, seasonings that they Yeah, have. it's in curries. Yep, um, in some, yes. So in the warmer climates, and we think of it as a warming spice, and I always think of those kind of spices with fall and winter. So it's cold weather, but I think they're called warming because they do warm, right? Well, that might be the perception. Um, the uh, they are very different in flavor, um, mm. and uh, that's something that's pretty interesting about them. Um, and and they have uh, more appropriate uses each one. Uh, so, for instance, uh, yes, uh, true cinnamon has uh, like a warming feeling, and and cassia more so. Uh, but cassia as as a whole tends to be harsher than true cinnamon. Okay. So you would find cassia being used, like, for instance, Chinese uh, cassia. Uh, that is uh, that is very cinnamon-smelling and cinnamon Very ar- aromatic, okay. Yes, but it's very bitter as well. So that's very good cinnamon to use if you're mass-producing candy that has cinnamon in it because you're putting sugar to counteract the bitterness. Okay, so I'm looking at a tube of toothpaste. It's cinnamon flavored. 
And of course, I look on the ingredients, and all it says is flavor. It doesn't even say <laughs> cinnamon or, I mean... Uh, it could but, be an oil. It could very well be an oil. You and, know, but if it would you be uh, synthesized, though, the, uh, the flavor of it? No, actually, those uh, the flavors, uh, cinnamon flavor is generally uh, extracted from the parts of the tree that are not used to make cinnamon sticks or cinnamon quills. So, for instance, small branches, leaves. Oh, okay. You can, you can heat that up and steam distill it, and you, uh, when it starts to distill, the flavor oils in these... Uh, components of the tree co-distill and and when you catch them on the other side of your distillation unit you'll you wind up essence, starting to yeah. see a slick of oil on the top and that's the essential oils you get so the, the whole tree can be used then or part yeah well. well they do they do uh you know they grind it up and uh the leaves and they, so they can release the oils and then they distill oh, it no wonder there's so much of it out there we were we're against a quarter hour right now we're going to take a quick break for a couple of messages here at the table and we'll be back with Pete and uh, explore the uh, the spice trades, right? The uh, the pathway, Chef Bill's table. table here with Pete from Spice Island, right? <laughs> Spice Black Island. Spice, and Spice Island up in the <laughs> Old Wick there. <laughs> Pete is here. So we're talking about cinnamon. And so the, we find the source. It's tree bark, which is kind of cool. Now, does the tree does have the aroma in the forest, or is it it's the inner bark, right? It's the inner bark uh, of the tree. And, and normally... Uh, you don't really smell. You know, when you walk through a, uh, a plantation of cinnamon, you don't really smell okay. the cinnamon. Not like uh, a pine thing? Or no, a, not like uh, a pine. That, that was a, those are terpenes that are getting released. Uh, that's not the case with cinnamon. Okay, and cinnamon is basically a, it's an oil then, right? That, that the the components the of cinnamon, uh, the, the flavor oil itself, there are several components to that. Uh, the main component, the classic cinnamon taste and smell comes from a, a compound called transcinnamaldehyde. It's named okay. transcinnamaldehyde because it's, it smells like cinnamon. Yeah. But there are other co uh, components to that as well. There's uh, cinnamyl acetate, uh, which is a derivative, uh, transcinnamic acid, which is another deri derivative. Um, there's cinnamyl alcohol. There's eugenol which you, you'll find in other types of spices. And there's linalool, and there's uh, caryophyllene. These are different components in f the flavor oil. And in fact, you'll find them in all types of cinnamon from all four uh, species, but in different amounts. Okay, and so that, I guess, is what uh, gives the different cinnamons the different flavors. Yeah, you'll get different uh bouquets and different flavors. Let's uh, take a look at some bouquets and maybe you'll, you'll see what yeah, I Yeah, we're going to, Pete's brought some samples here and I guess we're going to play stump the chef here and, <laughs> and, and have me guess what's what. Is, uh, it a, is, it a, is it a 
What I'd like you to do is to just, uh, I'm going to open up the ba- open up the bag, give it to you, and I want you to take a big whiff of what's inside the bag. And I want you to tell me your impression as whether or not the odor is strong or, or not, if it's sweet or not, if it's cinnamony or not. That's kind of a hard word for me. Cinnamony. Uh, cinnamony or not. And I'd like you to, to, uh, to do that for these three samples. So I'm going to give you the first one. Okay, what do we have here? So these are, looks like larger. Yep, get your nose in there. <laughs> Having trouble? It's almost, uh, almost tobacco-like. Yeah? How, would you say it's a strong, strong cinnamon smell? No. Of course no. not. Yeah, no. no. Uh, they look like they're, they're larger and it... Uh, I'm going to yeah. give you the, the, the second one. I want you to tell me if uh, that it's different or the same. All right, now these are a little smaller, look a little more of what I'm used to. I'm getting more, a little more cinnamon, a little but more some, cinnamon, uh, right? some black pepper, though. Yeah, it could be, yeah. I mean, that's see, my, the impression on my nose is the, uh, is yeah. the black pepper. You might have some undertones, um, and actually that's a pretty good one. This one would be interesting as well. Get a nice big breath of that. Got to get this little baggie yeah, open here. You might here. as well just hold, use both hands and bring it up to your nose, both hands. Huh. Weaker, stronger? Oh, I'm going to take a, take a breath here. Um, it reminded me of the second one that I tasted. Reminds you of the second one. Would you say it's a little weaker or a little stronger? Um, that one. Yeah. I've got to go back here. There, yeah. Yeah, you can do it like that. That's one. I'd say the last one is a little stronger. Ah, good nose. You know, okay. have, being a good chef is having a good nose. Well, so, it's 90% of taste. <laughs> it's 90% of taste. Yeah, so when we taste beverages, for example... Um, you've got your sweet, sour, salt, and bitter. If you have a cold or you plug your nose, that's you know you can taste food for that. But it's, it's uh, I always try to bring the wine back through my nose, meaning just breathing out just through your nose with your mouth closed. It allows everything to kind of dissolve, and, and you can get different notes, floral notes, yeah. things like that, sort even like spice tasting. notes out of wine or beer or anything, any uh, spirits, scotches, whiskeys. Um, but that's how I taste. So the nose is really where it's at. Absolutely, absolutely. Now let's let's talk about what you you were smelling. Okay, so this first one, uh, which had almost no smell, believe it or not, this is the true cinnamon, Celanese cinnamon. Okay, this is the expensive stuff. Wow, you didn't smell it, and you're thinking, why am I paying so much? It doesn't even smell like cinnamon. Right. All right. We'll talk about that in a minute. So. So that's what this is. This it's lighter colored sticks you can see, and yeah, you can they look, see they're, that they're large. Like, I've, I've never yeah, they're, they're big. They're big. They're papery rolls. You can see the edges yes. of it are sort of like fringed, um, and it's generally lighter in color than the other sticks. This is true cinnamon, uh, and uh, this has almost no cinnamon odor. Now, the second one you smelled was uh, pandang. 
cinnamon. Okay. Okay. This is the uh, or Karinchi cinnamon. It's from Indonesia. And Karinchi, I've seen that term before. Yeah. Yeah. Pendang and Karinchi. Yep. Yep. Um, There's that's the area. Now the flavor oils in the uh, Celanese cinnamon is about one uh, to uh, half to one and a half percent. In Pandang cinnamon, the flavor oil uh, concentration or essential oil concentration is two to two and a half percent. This one here is Saigon cinnamon. The flavor oil concentration in essential oils is three to five percent, and of that, 25 percent of that is cinnamaldehyde, the the thing responsible for the cinnamon cinnamon smell. Okay, so, so then why is the weaker smelling stuff more expensive? Why is it more expensive? Good question. Okay, so what it is with cinnamon is that uh, you have two camps when it comes to uh, flavor. The one camp, which has the Saigon cinnamon and the Pandang cinnamon, mm-hmm. those are both truly cassia. Okay, whereas the Celanese cinnamon is is in a class by itself called true cinnamon. Okay. Now, the acacia is more loaded with cinnamaldehyde than the Celanese cinnamon, so you don't smell the cinnamon smell. Celanese cinnamon does have cinnamon in it, but not as much as the others. Saigon cinnamon or Saigon acacia of the three acacias is the most expensive because it's the most loaded with cinnamaldehyde in it. Okay. But what makes Celanese cinnamon more expensive than any of it is the fact that it has a um, a myriad of different flavors due to different components in a unique ratio from the caches. So when you use it and you put it into foods, although you can't smell anything from the stick... When you put it into foods, you get uh, more of a floral type of well, effect. I was going to say, I mean, I, I used to like tobacco, but almost like a, a wooden body. You know, it, it smells more like a, like like wood. Yeah, more like, more like what it is. It's 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 interesting in the aromas, it's, it's, but then the the flavors. So that's the one to use for savories. Then this is this is best used when you're creating dishes where there's light flavor, like cream dishes or okay. cream desserts or fruit desserts. Oh, so it desserts. is good for desserts. Okay. You can put this in, and it is it is a much more complex floral uh, bouquet and taste profile than these other ones. These other ones are casea. Have more cinnamaldehyde in them. Than, but you're going to taste. Cinnamon. You know. You, you know what you got. But you got this cinnamon. hits you over the head yeah. with cinnamon, bung, right on the head. Whereas the Celanese is more of a holistic type of floral uh, presentation. Probably go well with cardamom. That's another one of those haunting spices. There, the, like, you don't know what it is. But <laughs> you're usually just steeping it and getting some flavors we, out of it. We'll be talking about that, I guess, at some point. Another expensive one, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the interesting thing with uh, these cinnamons or caches is that they're much more uh, in your face, whereas the Celanese is more of a complex mixture flavor, and that's what makes it uh, more expensive because it does produce a much better tasting profile in foods. So, as I said... Um, 
Celanese cinnamon is very good for light flavored desserts, okay. creamy vanilla type desserts where you want to add cinnamon. The Chinese stuff is very good for when, uh, since it's bitter but but cinnamon type of uh, smell in it, it's good for sweets where there's sugar uh, added. So if you're going to make candy, cinnamon candy, the Chinese cinnamon tastes like cinnamon, but it's got a lot of bitter components in it too. Okay. So you'd add it there and so that, yeah, with to sugar. counteract the bitter, okay. you have all the sugar. So if you use a too bitter a one in a savory dish, then you almost, I mean, you've got to do a little sweetening or a little salt to offset it. Absolutely. You can use uh, the Salinese cinnamon also in savory. That, that is a good point uh, for, for that. The, the other two are also interesting. Like, for instance, general use, uh, baking, general baking, general cooking. Uh, the uh, Pandang cinnamon is great. And if you want to uh, do something that's going to have a special cinnamon punch to it without the bitter, without the extra sugar that you would need for the um, Chinese cinnamon, then you go with Saigon cinnamon. Okay. So if you're like Cinnabon type of uh, rolls you're making, use the Saigon cinnamon. I was going to say there's whole chains based on cinnamon now. Oh, absolutely. And uh, um, we're going to take a break here at the half hour. We've got a little news break coming up. But I think I had a question. So um, you always say that it's best to buy spices whole and grind them. Is it advisable to grind your own cinnamon bark? You can. Uh, the, uh, the, the thing with cinnamon is that when you buy the quills, which are the sticks, right. they're a heck of a lot more expensive than buying ground cinnamon. Okay. So if you don't mind, you know, it's like taking a big diamond and cutting it into a bunch of little ones. You know, do you really want to do that? Okay. <laughs> I understand. All right. We've got a break for a quick news break here. and we be back and uh, explore some more cinnamon. table here with Peter from Black River. Spice and tea, I'm sorry. Well, I'll get this right after. Good thing you're going to be regular. I'm, I'm just going to put a, a business card <laughs> on your microphone. Has that. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, Pete, you do have a web uh, web presence, right? You've got... Uh, www.blackriverspice.com Okay, and, and you also have a Facebook. Facebook uh, Come and like us. And uh, if you're really liking this program and you like the critiquing of spices that we'll be doing, uh, I will be posting on Facebook when uh, the next one is and what we're going to be doing so you guys will know ahead of time. Okay, yeah, so I think this, you know, it's the, the essence of, of cooking. I mean, uh, you know, food's got some good basic taste, but how do you, how do you vary it from, you know, we, we don't eat that many different things anymore, so you really need to uh, vary it. But... Um, some of the uses now. I know at, at the restaurant, uh, for example, we have a chicken tikka masala, and we marinate the chicken in yogurt, and we have grated ginger and, and grated garlic. But there's uh, cinnamon, and coriander, and cumin. You don't think you know? You think cumin's more of a chili spice, and, and uh, but that's our marinade for the chicken, and then of course the uh, the the cream. Uh, 
kind of a uh, tomato, orange type sauce. Uh, has other curry spices in it, but that's the marinade. And the chicken tikka sometimes is just enjoyed uh, on its own, like a little, you know, you could make kebabs out of it. But also the uh, the, the, the uh, Stephen, the, my owner's father, had Wiener King, for those of you uh, long-time Flemington residents, and they had what's called the uh, Texas Wieners, which is kind of a Jersey thing. And that kind of that originated from what's uh, better known as Cincinnati chili. So what happens is the uh, the, the Greeks go to Cincinnati in those areas, and they're making chili, but they're flavoring it with the spices that they knew. So instead of using just uh, you know chilies like Texas chili, they're putting in the uh, cinnamon and the cloves, the allspice, uh, nutmeg, um, and it's more of a it's a it's a thinner sauce. They would you know serve it on spaghetti up there called four way, five way, or they have uh, it came to Jersey with the Texas wieners. They call them Texas because it's chili, but it's not really Texas chili. So, but it's kind of those uh, regional things that happen. Um, we use it also. We make a Caribbean chicken soup, which will have peppers and tomatoes and sweet potatoes, um, even a little bit of honey, and the cinnamon goes in that, or even a sauce for a, a dish. So, um, just in the restaurant, we use cinnamon and some. Different ways, uh, and we'll use it in uh, in mulled wine in the winter time, and, and steep it in uh, 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 in infusion for certain cocktails. But more towards the fall and the winter. Um, the one I'm thinking of for Mother's Day, of course, uh, for brunch is the pan Purdue, the French toast. Even though we do usually a lot of uh, pastries, the Times had a nice article on it last week. Uh, cinnamon. Again, we're going to f- taste them and figure out the uh, the difference here. I, what I think one of my complaints about French toast is, A, people don't soak it in the, in the custard enough. It's too eggy. should be more of a milk or cream. And also you get hit over the head with cinnamon when it should be used maybe with uh, a little bit more restraint. So, Pete, um, French toast. So cinnamon doesn't dissolve, really. Right, it, it doesn't. So it sits on the top. So it, you know, it tends to come out all in you know the first couple of pieces there. Yeah, the cinnamon itself is is uh, if if you will more oil based than it is water based. So it doesn't dissolve in in types of medium that are water based like milk. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, that's that's an important thing because. Um, when you have a medium that will dissolve cinnamon, then the cinnamon is more susceptible to uh, decomposition and off flavors. So what I mean by that is if you were to do some kind of dish that involves, let's say, a little oil, in, in like a stir-fry or something, and, it, and the recipe calls for cinnamon, you would not add the cinnamon up front early because the cinnamon will burn. It'll dissolve better in the oil and the flavor components will react with the air and oxidize. Oh, that explains. So I was playing around last night, uh, not to cut you short, but sure. I was uh, at a couple of chicken breasts. I said, you know what, I'm going to try because I'd seen recipes for cinnamon chicken. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to just see how this stuff tastes without sugars and other things added to it. And I took a little bit of whole butter and just melted it and just sautéed a couple of chicken breasts. I used salt and pepper and then a little cinnamon. But that explains there was not 
it, the I mean, it wasn't a bad flavor, but there wasn't what I expected it's came off. out of it. Yeah, Although the, when I tried it with, uh, I had some like some peppers and onions and tomatoes. That mixture with that cinnamon on the chicken worked very well. And and therein lies the difference. Now think about it. You're talking about uh, chili. Um, chili is water based. I mean, there's there's a uh, the the sauce itself, the, the chili itself is in a water solution. It's not in an oil solution. Okay. So cinnamon will not uh, burn because it doesn't dissolve as easily and therefore it, it will not react with the air and oxidize as readily as it would in an oil situation. So in stews and things like that, it's better than You can doing, add it early. Uh, um, it I guess work. even if you did it in a, in a roast, though, I, I've seen it, but I guess... Uh, you, you can add it to a roast, but uh, in, in those cases, under direct heat, uh, you might get some air oxidation, but yeah, once so that's it what dissolves happened. into the fat, then it's in a medium where it can do some chemistry. So okay. that's, that's the issue. So cinnamon, if you use it in baking, right? You use it in baking all the time. But think about it. When you, when you make a, you know, a, a batter for a cake or a dough, use water. Right. Yeah, you've got more. You've got some fat in there, but it's, it's more oil, more other liquid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but for the most part, it's a water based type of thing, and therefore, if you heat it up right up front when you cook with cinnamon in that type of a system, you don't get that uh, oxidation. But if you were to do take a uh, uh, a piece of meat and uh, add some salt, pepper to it, maybe sprinkle a little cinnamon, and then fry it up, it won't taste right. That's what I said. It was lost on me. I said, "All right, this is okay," but it wasn't. Uh, so that's that's the rule of thumb. Uh, if it's water-based type of a dish, uh, like in baking or in chili or in something like that, or dessert, you can add it up front. But if it's oil-based type of thing, something that you fry uh, or it broils and, and cooks in the fat of the meat. Uh, that's going to produce all flavors. Okay, so so back so the French toast. So we have the the cinnamon in the French toast batter. So we take the bread and soak it. Comes out, of course. The cinnamon's floating on top, so a lot of it sticks to the bread. Yeah. Now you're putting it in butter. Yeah. And then it's it, you know maybe that's why people over cinnamon because they're like oh there's not enough in there I can't <laughs> taste it. You can you can yeah the the uh, it'd be almost better to sprinkle cinnamon sugar on afterwards. You're better off doing that, right? Yeah, you're, you're much I'm better thinking. off doing that. You, you you go easier on the on the cinnamon because another thing that uh, is an issue with cinnamon. Remember I talked about the different flavor components. Right. One of the key components in cinnamon, especially in uh, cashew or cassia, is cumarin, and cumarin is is uh, toxic. So it's not like if you eat uh, if you eat a uh, cinnamon-flavored bun, you're going to get poisoned. No, that's not the case. But there is, in cassia, um, in all three species, cumarin, and that is used medically as a blood thinner. But in high oh, that's where, okay, coumadin. That's where that comes from. Then. Yeah, yeah. And in high in high concentrations, uh, that all, uh, can cause liver damage. So, although using it as a spice, if you use it daily as a spice or something, it's not going to hurt you. But if uh, there are benefits, medical benefits to cinnamon, supposedly that studies have shown, if you load up all of a sudden, uh, you you're better off using true cinnamon because true cinnamon. 
the selenium cinnamon has almost no Kumarin in it. Okay, that, all right. Whereas all the other ones have, have a lot more. Well, and capsaicin the same way. I mean, that's your, that's poison your body's trying to get rid of. That's why you get the head rush and the sweats and everything. Your <laughs> body's pumping to get rid of it. It's like, oh, no, I don't want this stuff in here. You know, and that's that's where it comes from. Yeah, so pepper spray. Oh, so, yeah, I'm seeing more and more because this uh, thing in the Times, they said, well, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, saw, you know, they, they to soak or not to soak the French toast. I'm one, I like to use a chunk, you know, a, a harder bread and soak it a little bit. I don't just want egg on the outside of white bread and fry it up. But they're saying even, you know, um, put your sugar on at the end to brown it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I'm thinking now just the sprinkle cinnamon sugar. My wife makes it and loves it all. She loves it on everything. You can, you can, you see the thing is, is that if you add more uh, and you fry it up, the, uh, the, the egg and milk mixture that you put the bread in before you um, uh, fry it in, in the pan with butter, uh, that's very, that is something that cinnamon can work with. Yeah, so you're going to get some flavor. You'll get some flavor, the, the, uh, but it, you're also cooking quickly. Yeah. I mean, how long do you, is it in there before you flip it over? A minute or two? Well, this is the other thing with French toast. A lot of people don't cook it enough. You know, they just brown the outside, and the inside is... Is wet and cold. Yeah. it's uh, <laughs> Well, even regular toast, I think, uh, especially restaurants, try to make it too fast. So they brown the outside with a conveyor toaster real quick, and the inside is like, no, you want it slowly, you know? Good to know. I didn't know that. I do I do toast in, a, in, in the toaster oven. I actually use the oven part. I don't use the toaster part. Oh, it's, really? it's too hot. I go, I go huh. 350, 375, put the slices on the tray... You know, you have to flip. No, it takes a little longer time, but I have true toast that's not <laughs> floppy the minute you put something on it. So. Maybe that's why we don't have too much French French toast at our house. My wife doesn't like. Well, it. I start. You start thinking a simple dish, and then you know, and this is what happens. You know, we we chefs get a little bit myopic sometimes. On <laughs> you start looking at one thing, but really, I mean, you know, there's a lot of. I mean, when people, there's not bad food out there. There's just bad cooking or bad. Well, let's say not bad, but poor. Poor technique, and maybe not understanding uh, what's going on. We've got a break for a couple of messages here, and then we're going to come back. We're going to actually taste these little buggers here and uh, see what the difference is. Chef Bill's table. You're listening to WHCRDB, HuntertonChamberRadio.com. Brought to you by the Hunterdon County Chamber of Commerce, the voice of business. All right, we're back at the table here. Getting down, it's uh, getting down to the cruising into the last segment of the show here. So I was asking on the break there. I was asking Pete about uh, when you see cinnamon in recipes, and many times it's used in conjunction with other spices that seem like they're almost the same. And nutmeg, allspice, maybe cloves, ginger, um, even mace. And people saying it's and it makes sense. Um, 
a lot of these grow in similar areas. So if people were experimenting and using spices, it's just naturally that, uh, and nature has its way of doing it. I know we try to beat Mother Nature all the time, but I know with, uh, again, with I go back to tasting wines, how do you match up wine and food? I look what's what grows together goes together. And you can alter, you can you can play some, you know, we usually try to do a couple of wild cards, but really you go back to what happens naturally in an area, and normally they work pretty well together. That's how cuisines develop. So we're going to do, uh, we're going to taste these uh, things. And, and like uh, when you're tasting chilies, because uh, these have these um, oils here, we need to use fat to cleanse our palates, whereas with wine you might use something, you know, you want water naturally, some uh, maybe apple or bread. Uh, if you take water with a, a spice, it just kind of spreads it around even more. So we're going to use regular uh, whole milk in between to uh, so we don't confuse what we have here. So what are we going to do first, Pete? Okay, so the lightest colored one. This is the Selenese cinnamon. Remember, this had almost no smell. Right. So you could just uh, take a piece, bite it off, and chew it in your mouth, bounce it around inside your mouth, and tell me what you think. See if you can pick out any kind of um, overtones or undertones. Not very strong No. on the cinnamon. No, it's very mild. But do you taste some other kind of warmness or would you say it's more say bitter or harsh or would you say it's no no it's very nice um i'm, I'm getting i want to say orange peel maybe a little clove or something like that yeah you know but not not bitter and not harsh you can you can eat this thick and it's not something that's that you're going to spit out right away okay it's not going to rake my intestines yeah <laughs> it's it's more floral no it's very soft the uh the bark here yeah a little clovey uh, well, there it is. Okay. You know, a little little um, floral. This right? is, a, That's why you're paying for it. That's what you're paying for because yeah, when you put right. it into a, a dessert, like a, a vanilla cream type of dessert or, uh, or a fruity dessert, um, it just gives it a nice warm cinnamon floral flavor. Now, we're going to try the other ones. Now, the other ones I would not recommend to swallow, and uh, you might even break your teeth. <laughs> so, uh, I can't afford to do that. <laughs> so, so maybe uh, we, we just suck on the stick or something to get the flavor. So we got to clean yeah, our palate. First, first, I still want to say, say that I mean, it would go very, very well with orange or anything like that. Yeah, the, um, it's 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 a very pleasant cinnamon flavor. It's very light, very airy. Uh, it's if if you're going to make a, a a dessert where the other flavors don't compete, they're not harsh, this is the cinnamon to use. Now, where you're going to have things like pepper and whatnot, like if you make a chili or something, um, then you want a harsher cinnamon because it's got to compete. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that first one you could see, then that would be good to uh, steep, you know, if you were making a even a, a pastry cream. Yeah, pastry and cream let the, let the let it steep in there for a little while like, a, like you make a tea. Right? Same idea. Get some extraction, and then you'd strain it out. Actually, for a tea, you're better off with one of the stronger ones because, remember, the cinnamon, uh, the components are more oil-based. Remember I always said it dissolves mm -hmm. in oil? So when you use hot water, 
you're better off using uh, a cinnamon or cassia in this case that is going to have a lot more flavor oils so you have a better chance of leaching those oils out into the tea itself. Oh, okay. So the first one, so the mild one, is that come, does that it's, come powdered also? Uh, you can powder it, yes, and, and it is available powdered. Um, it's, it's so crumbly, though. You can see that it's easy. it easily breaks. But if you take the, the large stick, I don't know if you have a large stick in front of you. No, but that I've okay. had. Let, let me do this. Let me give you a large stick here. Um, and uh, I want to see if you can just easily crumble it like... Uh, yeah, you're not like, crumbling. You're not you crumbling these. <laughs> yeah, these go. are the ones that I that I. Look at that! It's like a piece of wood. Yeah. Ooh, I can't even break this one. So you can see that it's tough. So you got to suck on this thing, on this stick. Um, it's not something that you can chew up and swallow like. No, but there now I'm now this, the inside, and now I'm getting. I was I was going on more the end of it, but I, when you crack it fresh, and get the inside there. Mm-hmm. That's got some spice. Now you can taste it. And the tip of your tongue too is where, you, and you're going to get a tingle, mm-hmm. like a little tingle on the a, tip of my tongue. A lot more flavor oils, and a lot more cinnamaldehyde, which is the classic cinnamon. Now, someone might ask, why? Why don't you just use cinnamaldehyde straight up? Because then you get a very monotone cinnamon flavor. You need all the other ingredients to give you a nice rounded flavor. So you can see this is stronger. This is. The pandang cinnamon or crunchy cinnamon, and you can break your teeth. I am breaking my teeth, but you can see. But I'm putting around my, you know, there's the, your tongue is kind of a map where the sensors are. So in the middle of the tongue, I don't get as much, but at the tip of my tongue, I get a tingle out of this. Yeah. It's like a, um, you want to say almost like from a, a heat. It's heat. It's pun- It's a little pungent. Pungent. That's the word. Is a good good way of of, of putting it. So, so you gotta wash. Let's wash our mouths one more time. Swallow all the little. Now we got these little ones here. Now these little ones are Saigon cinnamon. Probably use a molar to crunch it. Now, I'm getting a much more pronounced cinnamon, classic cinnamon flavor. You got to get it in between your molars and crunch it. I don't have any molars left. Oh, you don't have any molars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> but I do, and <laughs> and I can taste all of a sudden. It's much more strong, much more um, in your face cinnamon flavor. Good. Maybe after a little while. More bitterness too. It's more a little more little, and that's not. It's 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 actually sweeter. Um, it's just that the flavor oils are very, very strong. So wow. you're getting a bitter type of thing, but but it's actually sweeter than the pandang cinnamon. What's even worse, which I don't have, is is the uh, casea from China or Chinese casea. That is really nasty. Matter of fact, it's not even just the inner bark. They, they take the inner and outer bark and dry it. So that's like a piece of wood. And and so Chinese casey, you don't get as sticks. It's only come it only comes ground or in uh, chips. Okay, you know this one you could you could still crunch these little bits. But that you're right. That's the one you think of as that's cinnamon. You know that's I'm making cinnamon. cinnamon. So, well we're winding down now. We've got to uh, scoot out of here and make uh, got a couple of uh, messages. We have the news coming up and. Uh, 
Thanks very much, Pete. Uh, the hour flew by. We could. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, uh, everybody has a good Mother's Day. If you're going out, make sure you make a reservation. And uh, if you're cooking at home, do something nice and familiar. It's always one of the better, best gifts you can give somebody is feed them well. Chef Bill signing off with my guest, Pete Rustia. Nurcio. Nurcio. I keep. I wrote it down wrong again. <laughs> Man, you're gonna kill me. BlackRiverSpice.com is the website. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. is sponsored by the Hunterdon Medical Center. Hunterdon Medical Center was started by families for families. Inside our circle of care, we offer coordinated care for your entire family, led by our outstanding family medicine physicians and specialists. Hunterdon Healthcare, your full circle of care.